Ayu, thanks for coming and talking to us. No um, problem. I hear that you've been doing some of the dual delivery of teaching and we thought it might be useful for you to maybe tell us something about what you did and what you how you found that experience and maybe if you've got any kind of insights that might help people who maybe have less experience in doing that at the moment. Yeah, sure. It, it, uh, I had a, a, a sort of a session on the welcome week for the BA Con students and we had around about, I, th I would say it was about 100 in the room. Uh, it was in, in the Simon Lecture Theatre, I think it was E, and about 50 to 100 remote, um, possibly 50, more like 50. Um, so, so it was just a, a brief introduction to the programme to welcome students. Um, and I, I'd never used the, the dual teaching uh, equipment before I'd been on the course. I, I, had a rough idea on, on how to work it but uh, I think what what helped most was having the intern I had an intern who was uh, there to help me uh, basically just go through the steps of setting up um, I got onto my zoom account started the the zoom uh, session and I, um, I could see students logging on straight away and that was good so I knew people mm -hmm. were in there at the same time obviously as people are entering the room so uh, that <laughs> sort of a um, an interesting perspective from both uh, uh, in-person and uh, remote. Um, the, the session wasn't exactly active. It was like a really more like a, um, a, a presentation by me on, on the program. But I did offer students, uh, I paused every so often, often to, to offer um, a chance for students to ask questions. Mm -hmm. um, and those in the room did, and those online um, posted them on chat. And the uh, uh, kindly intern just um, raised, sort of monitored them and, and, and raised the relevant questions and was actually answering quite a lot herself because she knew a bit about the program too, which was great. So um, it went very well. It seemed to, to sort of flow quite, quite naturally, came to the end, and I again opened it up for questions. I started again with people in the room. One thing I should say, um, in that particular lecture theatre the camera for zoom was on the sort of like um sort of the wall facing out so all they could see was the back of my head which is nice and shiny but of course um not ideal so i had to sort of i did roam the room as well so i put a um one of the lapel mics on because i like to do that anyway uh, and just Every now and again, I would turn back to the, the camera behind me just to say, because uh, there were one or two points that were specific to um, the remote students. So turning around to them and just sort of say, keeping them in mind when you're presenting was, was quite, quite useful to do. Uh, and of course, the other thing is you can see what they're seeing because, uh, you know, there's, there's a the, the small monitor as you, as you present. Sometimes I think it might be a bit off-putting, but I left it on there. Um, also, interestingly, about partway through, one of the students obviously requested live um, subtitles, which mm -hmm. I thought, okay, you know, go for it, go for it, see what happens. Um, and immediately, I could see what I was saying was being typed up um, on, on the bottom of the screen. So, slightly off-putting, but uh, very probably very helpful for uh, mm -hmm. students with either you know sort of audio issues. Um, 
so I think it won't work, work, work quite well. I think next time I might try and hide, maybe hide, get you know, minimise the the zoom uh, image because it was, I think, being, um, I think it was being projected onto the screen. Not that that's again a bad thing because the students then are aware that it's not just them uh, in the room. Um, and at the end, so we, we had questions, and after the those questions in the hall. We turned to uh, the remote students, there was chat, but then I, I did, one thing I other, uh, also did was I realized that when I first uh, sort of, students were logging into Zoom, there was pinging going all, all on all the time. You know, there's a ping, ping, people joining, hopefully not leaving, so lots of pings. Um, so I asked how maybe we could stop that, and it was very simply a case of going down because I used the PC in in the room, so it was the uh, um, desktop, just going down to the bottom left where the audio settings is, and just muting that, um, and that's much easier than asking students to mute themselves. Um, of course, you you have to remember to unmute if you then want to converse with the remote students. But that's what I did. So I just turned off the mute at the end and said, right. Does anyone want to talk to me? And they did. And it was really quite nice to hear quite a booming voice coming through um, the, the, the speakers in, in the lecture theatre. So, yeah, it was quite, quite simple, quite straightforward. That sounds great. I mean, how, how different do you think it was from how you would have normally presented that, that lecture? Do you think it was you know obviously there was a bit of trepidation at the beginning because you'd never done it before but once you got into it do you, do you think yeah. it was was no it, because it was it was more of a presentation and then a question and answer at the end it, it seemed to work very well i did i didn't um i, I was quite pleased i just sort of, sort of finished it off thinking yep good um so not really very different from from a standard presentation style lecture mm -hmm. um I, I, yeah, so I, I might think it, it might take it. I'm also planning to do some more active lectures. So so that's where it might become a bit more challenging. Um, mm -hmm. but, but again, I, hopefully I'll have an intern there to help me again. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. Got to try yeah. these things, haven't you? Definitely. And I think those interns are really helpful. I, mm. How did you manage to get your intern? I'm sure a lot of people would be interested to know if they can apply for an intern as well so who did you contact to to organize that i think i can't remember to be honest i think it was done through um through the school i think the school organized it because they were sort of organizing the whole the whole sessions but i am aware that that i uh, our school um we we do have um a, a, so we, there was an email that went out uh, that said do you want someone to help you and if so how much Mm -hmm. So it could be just the first one if you just want, you feel after you've done one, you can you can manage it. Or you can have them coming in more more than once. Um, so I'm, I'm going to do that for, for the actual lectures when they, when they get started. Yeah, I think if people contact the uh, Director of Teaching and Learning, probably is a very good point of call for that. Or, mm. or have a look for that email, because I think I got the same email as well. So yeah. that might be a way of doing it. And... And perhaps if they weren't able to get an intern for any reason, um, they might be able to see if there was a volunteer from the students who might do some of that work. Because I think, mm. as you say, at least for the first time you do it, it, it must have made you feel a bit more secure knowing that there was somebody else 
um, yeah. to kind of just keep an eye on what was going online in case sure. it became a bit difficult to That's do. It. One one thing, uh, I suppose a suggestion might be um, that we, we, we there was supposed to be two of us in 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 the lecture theatre because there's um, two uh, pathway directors, um, but the other pathway director was not well but was able to log on at home. So she acted mm. as a, a, a student. Um, so, so that sort of helped. Um, it's not immediate feedback, but you get feedback after um, as to whether the, you know, the presentation was, was okay, whether you could be mm. heard. Mm. Um, but I think I could because, I mean, it, when I was having that, that was the nice thing right at the end. Maybe do this at the start, just say hello to someone and ask them to say hello back. Uh, remotely just so you've got that initial communication you know you you can be heard yeah definitely I think that's really important to just and, and for your own confidence kind of doing the session knowing that you're not talking to thin air just having that little yeah. check-in at the beginning yeah. do, do you think you got more or less questions and interaction this way than you would if you'd had no yeah. online element at all well I, probably like most of us, I, I, you know, you tend to, tend to say, anyone got any questions? There's no questions, but then there's like a row of about 50 students at the end all wanting mm -hmm. to speak to you. So uh, that, that still happened, but less mm -hmm. so, I think because, uh, well, the, the opportunities were twice, you know, so the, the students in the room could ask plus, plus uh, those, those remote. The chat, I was wondering whether the chat function is something we should be using or not, um, because it, if, if it's just being used by the remote students, um, what do, what do the, the students in the room uh, do? do they have no sort of opportunity of almost anonymous questions that, that the chat might, might offer. Um, Unless you got them to log into Zoom as well and they could use the chat. Yeah. So if, if you felt that the chat was, um, was helping and, and encouraging sure. maybe those ones that normally mm. don't say anything, um, then you could either get the students to um, in the room to log into yeah. um, Zoom or you could use something like Padlet and mm. um, let both the Zoom people and the people in the room um, type questions and interact mm. on something like Padlet because yeah. I think... Um, it's not always the case, but I think for a lot of people, they've noticed that being online and having that ability to to write questions rather than have to speak up can exactly. can be yeah, really helpful. I've, absolutely, that that really does promote a bit more uh, engagement. I'm sure. Um, I've been using Turning Point as well, which yeah. also has a um, a sort of a message function as well as polling, um, and that that seems to sort of just promote a bit more engagement if you wanted an active uh, sort of session. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely worth thinking about. Maybe quite complicated for the first time, but once you've settled in, you know, start thinking about how much that you could use that kind of different way of interaction. Yeah, and I think the other thing to remember is that no, no one's going to sort of complain if you're trying to do something to help um, mm -hmm. the students. They're, they're very understanding. Thanks, Hugh. I think that's really useful, particularly given that you had such a large group, because I think 
and we could kind of see how it works in the training um, with having people online and, and we've done several workshops and other meetings but they've all been fairly small so hearing about you know that experience of that quite a big group of people with quite a lot of people online has been really useful so thanks very much for for talking to us okay thank you <laughs>